yo, yo, welcome to another episode of the High Performance Producers Podcast. Today, Jared and I are going to be going over three bad music habits that we see producers within our community falling trapped to, uh, and they're also habits that we've uh, fallen prey to as well. Um, So the first bad habit is being afraid to utilize samples or loops, and this this is a particular issue that I really faced early on in my production career where I was um, an evangelist in regards to thinking that I had to create every single sound from scratch. So if I was creating um, a dubstep tune, I I had to open up Serum, start from a blank patch. I, I couldn't use presets. Um, I couldn't drag and drop a, a melody loop. And it, it's so funny because when I actually look back at uh, the the rules that I was placing on myself, I it, in my mind it was okay to use a hi hat loop, but for some reason it wasn't it, it wasn't okay to use a melodic loop, um, mm-hmm. and and they were they were just made up rules that were centered in my ego as an artist or what I what I thought I needed to be as an artist, and over time. If I if I go through and I dig through my my old Ableton templates, I actually look at the simplification of my production techniques, and it's no wonder why it used to take me forty or sixty hours to to finish to finish a track because um, I was trying to do everything from scratch. And and now and, and Jared, I know you feel the same way as sample pack creators, individuals that create one shots and loops. We're creating those so people use them. And we we want people to use the loops. Otherwise, we wouldn't be creating the loops. And um and and, and once again, I, I think a lot of this is is coming from the ego. And now everybody does have um, a certain level of whatever they want to call their artistic integrity. And so if if you do if there if there's an innate desire to create something from scratch, well a solution to, to overcoming this and, and still being able to not utilize that as an excuse not to create will drag in a loop and then recreate it. And so now what I do is I use a lot of um, loops to get my ideas down quickly. And then if I want to make um, the tune a little bit more original, let's just say for a dubstep drop, I'll, I'll chop some loops together and kind of figure out my, uh, my baseline motif. And then I'll go in and I'll, I'll replace a certain sample with, um, with a serum, serum patch um, or, or do further chopping or further pitching just to, to make it more unique. But um, that's definitely been a, an interesting transition for myself. And um, being able to overcome that fear of, of using samples and, and using loops has, uh, has doubled, potentially tripled uh, my, my productivity. And I wish that is a, um, a, a tip that I would have learned uh, when, I, when I first started on my production career um, so many years ago. And speaking of so many years ago, Jared, uh, what, what do we got for bad habit number two? Yeah, so the second bad habit is to be expecting instant results generally. And I think this is one that many people, especially like in our community, struggle with is thinking that the first time you're going to sit down at the piano, or in my case, it was the sampler, or whatever instrument of your choice is, that you're going to be able to play it the first time. Or that after you get that first lesson, or after even you got all the knowledge that you need about the instrument, that you're going to be able to play it. You don't realize that there's a lot of time that goes into the practice behind the scenes of making sure that you consistently implement that thing that you learned. Another great example that we see all the time with this is 
people put out music or promote music or think that their first thing that they drop is going to really be a big splash in the pond, so to say. But when they put it out and they release it to their social media audience, and I know I feel victim to this as well, was putting out my, my first project and really getting out my first songs and my first sample pack, especially uh, putting it out to my audience and thinking, oh my God, this is going to go straight to the moon, basically, type, <laughs> type of idea. Again, expecting these instant results of every... Oh, I think every person that's on my email list, every person that's following me is going to download this. Every person that like sees it is going to want it. And you have to realize that that's not how the world works. And that's not really how uh, time works in general and how the, the actual effort that you put in compounds over that period of time. And I think that's the thing that people miss is when a way, a way to actually get over this thought process of thinking that you need to have instant results, whether it's with a new piece of music that you put out or whether it's with practicing a certain piece of music, is that it's not just the actual knowledge itself. It's how the knowledge compounds through you putting in action and making it a habit and continuously making it into part of your practice in some way. And uh, another thing in terms of more tangible ways to get over this uh, thinking habit of it, not the physical part, is to make sure you're not comparing yourself to other people and not seeing other people that are uh, also musicians or producers, for example, and seeing what they're posting and thinking that you're going to be able to hit the exact same numbers as they are. So you might see... Another person, in my case, it's posting a sample pack and seeing how well they do. And I think that, oh, oh, if I put out my sample pack or if I run a challenge the same way they run their challenge, that I'm going to be able to get the exact same amount of feedback that they get. But you have to realize, again, all the effort that they put in behind the scenes that you still haven't gotten up to yet. And yes, you may have put in a lot of effort on the pack, but there's also a lot of other things that happened that they had to do, such as the networking, such as creating that following, such as really um, making sure that their audience sees the value in whatever they're providing and these sorts of things. And in relation to this, you also have to make sure that you're looking at, in your own case, instead of, again, comparing to other people, look at the things that you've gained so far in your past and the data that you actually have to work off of. So maybe look at, for example, your insights on Instagram or if you keep anything on an Excel like spreadsheet to track or any sort of way that you maybe journal out um, things that you're actually working on, look at your past experience and see um, how that compares to the new piece that you just put out. So for example, if I had put out a piece of music a year ago, and now I put out a new piece of music, how does the actual music compare? How do these, uh, if it's a sample pack, how do the sounds compare? Um, instead of looking and comparing yourself to other people in the future, compare yourself to the gains that you've made in your past. And make sure you're using that data from the past to base your future projections off of. Again, instead of using other people to make your projections and make up these basically artificial uh, limits that you think you can reach or artificial, um, I guess, uh, dreams or stars that you're shooting for, you have to use actual evidence that you have and base whatever you're trying to do off of that and make sure you're using it to move forward in the right direction. And last thing that I'm going to talk about is making sure that to get over wanting some sort of instant gratification or these instant results when putting out your music or learning a piece of music is to actually have some sort of patience practice. And one quick one that uh, I'll mention is meditation, but another one that I think is really good, that's even, or I think is even better actually, is just making sure that you take a break throughout the day. 
And I know Cody's going to talk about this a little more in depth. And it's something that's super important and something all producers should make sure they uh, listen up to this part. Yeah. And, and Jared, this, that's such a, that, that overall patience is, is something that, that I've tried to continuously get better at over time. Um, and it ties into being willing to, to be able to take breaks either throughout the day or even, um, taking breaks throughout the week. Now I do want to be careful on this though. The advice of taking breaks is to to the individuals within our community and within our audience that are grinders, people that are people that are in this for the long haul, people that are absolute hustlers. Um, th- in my perspective, those are the people that that we need to tell to to take breaks because um, I I don't want uh, this topic to to be a an excuse uh, to give into resistance, and that that is a journey that everybody has to go on of their own. Of hey, am I actually tired and do I need a break, or is this resistance talking to me, trying to get me to be lazy? Um, but if you're listening to the High Performance Producers Podcast, I'm assuming that's um, you're 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 a, a type of person similar to to Jared and I who are hustlers and are trying to work hard to to continue to to keep um, our dreams at the forefront of our lives. So I'm all about hustle culture and the grind mentality. Um, now any Anybody in this sphere um, that you're looking at, you have to realize that they sleep at some point. And and it's very important, at least for me, it's important to have it scheduled um, within my day and within my week so I can enjoy that that time of, of relaxation and that that mental break without any guilt. Um because if you're if you're taking a break, but you have some sort of mental guilt tied to it of your lack of productivity, um, well, then that that could potentially be counterproductive, and that's definitely a trap that that I've fallen into as well. And so, patient ties patience ties into that so well because you have to you have to look at your productivity from a daily perspective, from that weekly perspective, from that monthly perspective. And if you think about um, a college student. Uh, taking Adderall and staying up until 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. to take that test at, at 9 a.m. That 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 time that you spent studying and, and cram studying, that's borrowed time. Um, the the universe is going to come back and, and take that time somehow, and you're inevitably inevitably going to have um, that crash. So um, so there is danger into that um, hyper productivity mindset and, and falling falling trapped to thinking that, uh, that you don't need breaks. And once again, I am in that camp of individual that, that will think that I'm, I'm superhuman and I, I don't need rest when in all reality, um, I, I have the, the same, uh, the same, uh, meat vehicle that, that all of our fellow humans share. So for me, I, uh, knowing that my tendency is to, overwork, whether it be physical training or even creative work. I like to schedule time throughout my day to, to just read, to meditate, to breathe, to go on walks, um, to, to stretch. As soon as I, if I, if I begin to feel frustrated within a creative session, I, I know that it's, it's likely time for me to, to take a step back and, and remove myself from the situation, whether it be for five minutes, for 10 minutes. Um, and I, I find that extremely beneficial. And for me, I like to work in kind of these either 45 minute or 60 minute bursts and then, then taking, taking a 10 minute breather. And when I say take a 10 minute breather, I'm not grabbing my phone. Um, I, I'm not getting 
getting trapped into into limbo land of uh, of scrolling. I, w- I want to grab a book that I'm going to pull something from. I want to I, I want to have silence um, without any distraction. Maybe get outside, get a little nature in, stretch, move my body, um, but certainly not distract myself with. Uh, with nonsense. So there, there's a lot of different practices that you can take. And I, I think it's, it's extremely personal into, into what, uh, what fulfills, um, what, what refills your, your energy cup, if we want to call it that. And so mm-hmm. if it's a walk, if it's getting out into nature, do that. If it's yoga or meditation, um, take those intentional breaks to to be able to do that. If it's reading, well, pick up a, a great autobiography, pick up a, a great nonfiction book or even a fiction book, and and allow that to be your break so you can you can still be learning while disengaging. Um, and and don't get me wrong, I, I think there is a time for um, for for a Netflix binge here and here and there. But um, for me personally, I'd like to have those scheduled on my calendar, um, so I I feel like my my momentum is continuing forward, and I'm keeping this uh, my my energy levels in in equilibrium and in continuously trying to stay balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's such an important point too. It's like make sure when you do have those binge ep- uh, binge Netflix uh, like I don't know, actually I don't even watch Netflix I'm not gonna lie but like whenever you want to basically just sit and do nothing or like want to distract yourself with whatever thing that you usually use to consume it's to find a better practice this like rut that you've kind of conditioned for yourself or that you've made it's like so, it's a good thing in some ways it can be a benefit to you when you need it you know and uh, you do need to take a break. Whenever things get, especially if things are overwhelming uh, in a negative way, sometimes you can get overwhelmed in a good, like positive way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people are scared to something that you said is sit in the silence and just yeah. like pause and, and kind of soak in the things that you're, whatever you just finished doing in that one hour session and making sure that you're giving yourself the appropriate time to recuperate and recharge. And in sports, you see people take breaks in baseball which is was my sport people get off in between innings every single time even basically in between pitches um and football people get off uh, at basically every single quarter every other play like in basketball people take timeouts people get put on the bench same thing in soccer and it's just in every single sport this is what happens and people don't do it in work life as often we don't take the same types of breaks because it doesn't seem as physical and mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we know that we can, that it's appropriate to take breaks in the mental capacity as well. And again, to binge Netflix or do whatever it is that you happen to do, which is kind of where I, I started with this point and rambled on a little bit. But hopefully everyone enjoyed this episode. And if you stayed to the end, really appreciate you guys listening into uh, this Bad Habits episode and got something away from it. And we're able to use something and overcome one of these bad habits if you've noticed that you're using uh, or relying on one of them in particular. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed it and definitely stay tuned for the next episode. Check us out on Instagram. If you guys want anything covered in the next episodes or topics that you want us to talk about, definitely shoot us a message. We'd be happy to, to uh, talk about them. Or if you need help with anything, we're also happy to have the conversations. So definitely don't be scared. With that, peace. Peace.